Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Hey, folks. Yes, Friday night. It's hot out. I'm very hungry and very thirsty. I will satisfy both needs after this program. (laughs) Hope you're having a good evening. And uh, if you're hungry or thirsty, you're taking care of one or both, whatever you need. Always appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, Derek Scott is back at the 630 Jet Broadcasting Compound. Derek, how are you today, sir? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. It was uh, an awesome day golfing in the Gary Drager Classic for 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. Now, I've never talked to you. Are you any form of a golfer? Do you enjoy the game? What, what's your connection? Uh, only on my PlayStation, really. Okay. Okay. So, so do you, do you have you ever played in a scramble? When I say that we played in a scramble, do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't. No, I've only went to a driving range a couple times, but that's it. Okay, so a scramble is quite easy to understand, and it's often done at charity events like this. I've now participated in three this summer. The Gary Drager today, I was in the Mark Spector uh, tournament a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. to, uh, to raise money for Sports Central. I was in the uh, Jays Care tournament, I don't know, maybe six weeks ago now for the, uh, for the Blue Jays Foundation. So it's a team of golfers. And usually a foursome. Sometimes it's a it's a fivesome in an event like this if it's if there's a lot of players. Okay. But everybody hits the shot. Okay. And then you pick the best shot, and everybody hits from there. So, you know, usually the scores are lower than a person playing by themselves, right? Right. And if you have a bunch of good golfers on a team, you can have like the winning score today was 14 under par. My oh, wow. team. Uh, my team, which was uh, me, Bob Stoffer, who only he was golfing for the first time in three years. So Bob is not a golfer. He doesn't really like the game. And Gordon Yvonne Meyerhog were on our team from Camrose. They, they won the auction to golf with Bob and I. And they, first of all, they were awesome. And they're the parents of Paul Meyerhog, who has been on this show a couple of times. He's a oh, huge cool. fan, and he's a stand-up comedian, and he lives in France. Uh, you know, and he started in in little old camera, so he's he's a great story. So anyway, was he part was of the um, the the what's the skiing comedy tour that travels all around Canada? The Snowden comedy tour. I, I think he did do something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen him before. Guy. I've seen him perform live. Actually, I saw him in Lloyd Minster, but not when I was living in Lloyd Minster. I went out to Lloyd a few years ago for an event, and he was the the comedian. Very funny. He he did very funny. He does this one great bit on about his last name. And he says, I have the last name of that incompetent soldier in an army comedy that's always getting yelled at by the drill sergeant. Meyer Hall! <laughs> <laughs> that's, cool. that's awesome. So that, that was so we shot, uh, I think we shot three or four over par. So we actually did have a couple birdies. There was one hole, but and, and sometimes these tournaments, if they're not actually super competitive, They'll, they'll have little gimmicks on holes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we have the Matt, Mil, uh, the Matt Wilkes Memorial Hole, 
everybody has to hit their tee shot wearing hockey gloves. Well, you're not going to hit it as far as <laughs> most people. No. There was one hole you had to play the entire hole with your seven iron, including putting. Okay. Oh so boy. It was still a scramble. Um, so so anyway, uh, you know, it was it was a great day. It, it was a great group. So like I was saying, everybody, you you take the best shot. So if one guy can drive the ball 320 yards, you're using his drives. But there's often some sort of a rule about how many drives you can use. Some tournaments will say you have to use everybody's drive at least twice, at least three times. Our rule today was you can't use anybody's drive more than five times. Okay. okay? So, every, so, you know, just so if there's one guy who can bomb it, it's, it's not too much of an advantage. But anyway, it's still, it's for fun. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. So there's a so this is the thing I, I made a bit of a faux pas today. Luckily, it didn't cost anybody a prize or anything. So we're playing. I believe it was the par three eleventh hole, and it was 130 some yards. Now I'm not a big hitter, so for me that's an eight iron. I'm sure for a lot of guys that's a wedge, but whatever. I, I hit my eight iron, and I hit a top 20 all time shot in my life. Like it is, it is dead at the flag. It wow. Is, it is dead at the flag. And it stops, it, it hits the green, it bounces a couple of times, it rolls, and it's right by the hole. Oh. And so every, everybody's happy. And the, the two people who were, you know, there's usually some sort of uh, promotion or giveaway or something on each hole. So a couple of people were there and they're like, that was a great shot. And they're like, don't forget to enter, to put your name on the proximity marker. It's closest to the hole. So incredible. Right and now, if I would have won something, I'm probably going to give it to the to the next best person anyway, since I'm working for the company staging the tournament. Right, but whatever, I still write my name on it, or or I would have given it to one of my to, to Gord or Yvonne, right? Uh, since they, they they were golfing with us, mm-hmm. so I get up there, I, I, I write my name on, and like seriously, it was four feet from the hole. It was it was it was literally one of the best shots I've ever hit. So wow. we make the birdie, and we we keep playing. So then. We get to another. We get to another hole, and a, a colleague from there is from Chorus is one of the people manning the hole, and her boyfriend's playing in the tournament, and she says, uh, "My my boyfriend uh, was saying you were goofing around with uh, with your closest to the pin," and I was like, well, "What do you mean goofing around? Yeah. Well, you you wrote your name on the on the proximity marker." I said yes because I hit one of the best shots of my life. Yeah. Like I, if, if it would have rolled a couple more yards, like it might have been a hole in one. No kidding. And she says, "Yeah, but it's it, you. You must have just been fooling around." And I was like, I, "I don't understand why you're saying that. I hit this incredible shot." She goes, "Well, you're not supposed to put your name on there." Oh. And I was like, "What? Like what? I'm like, what is happening?" And she says, "It's ladies closest to the hole." <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I was like, "Well, nobody said that. I wouldn't have done it if I would have known that." So then, of course, when they're giving out the uh, the the prizes after the game, uh, our sales manager Kevin Spriggs jokes, "Well, Reed's name is on here, but he he can't win because he's not a lady." And I said, "Look, I just want the damn shot recognized, okay?" Absolutely, it's a great shot. It's a great shot. <laughs> it's a historic shot. So anyway. Uh, it a bit of a faux pas, but I wasn't trying to take the uh, the, the prize away from, from anybody. But, yes. Did you I, eventually I, get the I, recognition that you did hit a great shot? Uh, not really, no. Well, my, my the, the rest of the group was happy. Gordon Devon were, were happy. Bob seemed vaguely aware that I hit a good shot. Like, golf <laughs> is really his thing, but he, I think he kind of understood it was a pretty good shot. So, Well, that's still awesome. I think that's a great, that's a great thing. 
uh, yeah, it was good. And I was just because I don't think at a tournament I've played and I've ever had the closest or the furthest <laughs> or the best anything. So and I the one time, actually, yeah, the one time I'm the wrong gender. Oh, what, what can I do? Well, well. Anyway, it was uh, an awesome day, and Trent Brown, former Double E player. Former U of A Golden Bear and part of James H. Brown, the title sponsor of this very program. We got he golfed and we got to have a quick chat. All right, Trent, as someone who Bob Stoffer calls the greatest athlete in U of A history, how was your golf game today? Uh, I hit some good ones and I hit some bad ones. It's sort of like Christmas. You never know what you're going to get, Reed. Now, are football players, because a lot of it is like, well, hockey players play their sport all winter and then golf in the summer. Do football players have the opportunity to get good at golf? Any teammate, anybody over the years? Uh, there were a few guys that could play. I, uh, Glenn Harper had a little game. There were a few other guys that could play, but with the money we make in the CFL, it uh, was hard to get away in the winter to hit any warm places to do any golfing. So most of us are a bunch of hacks. <laughs> Now, in all seriousness, though, uh, I mean, for me, this was so cool. We didn't have the tournament the last couple of years. It's just so neat to see people like you that are, you know, sponsor my show and just a lot of listeners out here. I just had an incredible day. Uh, an awesome day. Uh, the sun shone. And, uh, yeah, no, Santa's is a great charity. You know, I had an opportunity to take my daughter out and deliver gifts last year. What an experience. I recommend that any moms and dads out there that haven't done it, take your kids, drop off some gifts uh, to those kids that don't have a chance to get the gifts that uh, those mo more fortunate ones do. And uh, what an experience, what a charity, great day, uh, great golf, great people, a lot of fun. Recommend it. Next year, if you have a chance, get out and come and support this tournament. Yeah, we'd love to hear that for sure. Uh, I noticed, you know, how often do you wear the gray cup ring out and about? I don't I don't remember if I've seen you in it before. Only when I come to charity events and stuff uh, do I wear the gray cup ring. And uh, But I'm going to make a prediction for the game tomorrow, uh, the first home win in uh, more than a thousand days. It is going to be a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Come out, support the Elks. Let's go. We're going to get a win. It's coming. You heard it here first. T. Brown, number 28, says we're going to get the win. I'm never wrong. Let's go. That's true. That's true. I've never known you to be wrong that we either one of us can remember. So, but like you're feeling, like here's the thing. I've been asking a lot of alum, okay, how, how do you bounce back? What's the keys? But a lot of you guys never had you wouldn't lose six games in a season they already have uh, but having said that you would have had some tough days as an athlete like how did you get how did you move on could you are you one of the guys you could just park it or did you would it stick with you for a while if you had a tough night it would always stick with me for a long time I hated to lose uh, you got to hate to lose when you're an athlete I think but uh, but this team is due they're ready to win they got the players uh, they are gonna show up tomorrow at at home and the only thing we need is a 13th man and so I really hope that the fans show up to support this team. Uh, we're about to turn things around. It's starting tomorrow. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
All right, that is Trent Brown ready for tomorrow, and his prediction is that the Elks get the victory against the Riders. Long overdue on home field, but Trent's sounding pretty confident he'll be at the game. He's urging you to go to the game as well. Hopefully we got a, a good night. I know there might be some showers tomorrow, but hopefully by 8 o'clock it's uh, good to take in. Uh, I mean, yeah, the stadium looks great at night, and uh, the Elks got to figure it out. Dave and I were giving you a preview a little bit earlier on the show. Not a lot of lineup changes this week, so hopefully that finally pays off for Edmonton against Saskatchewan tomorrow night. Yeah, talk to Trent Brown at the Gary Drager Classic at the Links. The course was in great shape. Uh, thanks to everybody at the Links for getting us out there for uh, a wonderful meal after. Got to see some uh, colleagues. I mentioned a lot of the salespeople were there. Uh, Chelsea Bird and Daryl McIntyre were there. They did, they did some of the emceeing for the awards after the fact. Eileen Bell was out there playing. James Dunn from our news department. I believe they won the award for most honest golfers, the most honest team. Now, Derek, what do you think that means? To, to be the most honest golfers? Yes. Uh, maybe always playing the ball where it lies instead of picking it up and throwing it a little farther. Maybe stuff like that. I don't. I really don't know. Well, you, 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 I love how uh, I love how wide-eyed and naive you are. <laughs> I try. If you ever play in a tournament, you win most honest golfer. You probably had the highest score oh okay but that's okay again it was for fun but it was I, I i'm not saying this to embarrass them because it is fun and the award that they got was a little miniature a very small trophy and it was a toilet with a golf ball in it like a little <laughs> bronze toilet with a golf ball sticking out that's what they got for golfer. it was pretty cool all right we got to call a timeout here a little more football coming up we are, here's what's going on this weekend the prairie football conference gets underway the wildcats are facing the regina thunder in regina on sunday the huskies open up on the road against the calgary colts also on sunday we got huskies coach jeff tobert coming up Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. They're going to the fourth quarter in Hamilton. Argos leading the Tiger Cats 24-17 at the World Juniors. Slovakia beat Latvia 3-2 in a shootout. Sweden shut out Austria 6-0. Canada plays tomorrow at four against Czechia. Blue Jays have uh, lost. It's over 8 nothing. They lose to the Cleveland Guardians. Tomorrow on 6.30, Chad, countdown to kickoff at 6.30. Game at 8, Elks home to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. And as I was telling you in the Prairie Football Conference, Edmonton Wildcats at Regina on Sunday. Edmonton Huskies at Calgary on Sunday. Huskies head coach is Jeff Tobert. Jeff, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you popping on. This is an exciting weekend with the Prairie Football Conference getting rolling so Jeff the final couple of days as a head coach the preparation do you feel prepared do you ever feel totally ready well um I, you're always wondering you know did we do enough but uh, yeah I, I'm pretty sure our guys are ready uh, we've been uh, chomping at the bit to get at some uh, some live action here and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Sunday yeah starting this season on the road this weekend against the Calgary Colts Jeff it, in junior football really junior sports overall a lot of times people will use terms like it's either a peak year or a building year uh, i know you guys went five and three last year i don't know if you use those sort of terms but tell me a little bit about where you feel your team is at in the cycle 
Well, uh, we've, we've got a pretty experienced team coming back. Um, we've got uh, quite a few vets that are now in their uh, their fifth or their sixth year and, um, you know, at, at uh, most positions. So, you know, we're, we're a pretty experienced team. Uh, we had an experienced team though last year too. Uh, and I really kind of felt that, you know, to a man, we, we, uh, we underachieved a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, we're looking to right, right the ship and uh, rectify that situation this year. Well, and you guys had a full season last year, right? Even though there were some leagues still facing COVID issues or alterations, uh, you guys had kind of as normal a season as you could under the circumstances? Yes, uh, I don't believe there were any games that were canceled uh, due to COVID. And uh, like we had, we had... Uh, a few times where you know we've had two, three, four guys uh, get sick with COVID, but uh, luckily we managed to uh, to catch it and contain it, and uh, and and a lot of our guys are, are vaccinated, and uh, it uh, you know it didn't uh, get to outbreak status or anything like that. But uh, yeah, it was a difficult year for sure, and some challenges to manage. But um, you know, yeah, we, we were very thankful that we got in the full season. So who are and I know sometimes coaches don't like singling out individual players but if fans are coming to a game this season Jeff do you have uh, a player or players that you want to say hey maybe keep an eye on this guy well uh, offensively um, I think uh, Alex Gale is a guy to watch uh, he uh, he definitely uh, had a, a great year last year and uh, was with the Edmonton Elks in their training camp and uh, he's, a, he's a heck of a running back and I think uh, he stands to have a really good year uh, he's healthy he's looking great and um, he's uh, he, he's a tough guy to bring down so uh, there's that um, we've got a couple of uh, players on the offensive line to watch uh, Carson Lethbridge and uh, Jaden Gabo uh, are two uh, tackles. They're both uh, very good. Carson was, a, was an All-Canadian last year. Um, then we, we have experience coming back at quarterback as well with uh, Jordan Lane and uh, Carson Neitz. Um, so uh, both of those guys have won games for us in the past. And, uh, you know, it's um, it, it's going to be refreshing to have them back. And the receiving core, um, I'd say Adner St. Hilaire is a guy to watch, as well as uh, Carver Trapp and uh, Chris Smith. Uh, all, all three guys are, are very veteran and, uh, and really looking to uh, go over the top again this year. I'm glad you mentioned Alex Gale. He's a great story. You mentioned he went to the Elks camp, the local CFL team. Now he's, he's playing junior football for a local team. He went to Jasper Place High School. Great story. Maybe an inspiration to the next generation of players as well. And yeah, you'll have no trouble getting Alex to talk about himself. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Alex is a, is a great kid, um, and and absolutely, yeah, he is a he's a local kid, and uh, he uh, I, I just had to rub him there a little bit, but uh, he's uh, he's he's an awesome, awesome kid. Just a, a great guy to be around. Just super positive all the time, and and uh, you know, and talented, uh, you know. Uh, as far as a player in junior football goes, I think is as you're going to find. Okay. And so how does that work? Are, are there rules about a junior age player? If he goes to a CFL camp, what happens to his rights when he's released? Like does he automatically go back to you guys or how, do, how does that work? Well, they uh, they have to sign them uh, to uh, to get them in their camp. Uh, all players must be under contract. Um, but when he was released, uh, that contract is then null and void, and he's he's able to come back to us. Uh, the rules are basically that uh, if he is signed and released, 
Uh, he's eligible for junior football again, but if he was to get signed and then released again, uh, he would not be. So, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, next year, uh, hopefully after he's done uh, playing a long season this year, uh, he's, you know, we're, we're very hopeful that he'll get another opportunity. Um, and from what I understand, the Elks uh, really liked what he could do. Jeff Tobert, head coach of the Edmonton Huskies, joining us tonight on Inside Sports. They start the PFC season on Sunday on the road against the Calgary Coats. I, I always ask uh, you this. I ask Coach Park this from the Wildcats. How is the recruiting going? In, in junior sports, of course, you can win a lot of games in the offseason with shrewd recruiting. Pretty competitive environment. How do you feel about the class you've brought in? Well, you're right. It's competitive, um, but uh, we're we're pretty happy with uh, with the guys that we brought in. Um, we've got a few guys that are going to be contributing in their first year, and that's always a sign that you're bringing in some pretty strong candidates. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as as a group, uh, you know, from what we've seen in camp, we've been very impressed with uh, the guys that we brought in, and um, you know that that's that goes a long way, you know, towards uh, our coaching staff doing the research and uh, getting out and getting in the kids' living room, so to speak, and uh, uh, you know, bringing him down, watching practice. Um, and, uh, you know, so it, it's, yeah, it's a process. It's, uh, it's something that is always going on and never really stops. So it's, uh, you know, pretty much a year round type of endeavor, but, um, you know, it's, it's good to form those relationships with those kids because, um, you know, the more you get to know them and the more uh, you get to know what makes them tick, the, uh, the faster you're able to integrate them into your culture here. Well, Jeff, Appreciate you coming on the show. We're going to be talking to you and some of your players throughout the season. We're going to be doing some ticket giveaways for your home games. Your first one at home is going to be coming up on August 28th. But first, you guys are in Calgary on Sunday. All the best in that game and throughout the season. Awesome, Reed. Thank you for having me. And go dogs.